a very warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again to the Humble Climb podcast. Thanks for tuning into last episodes with Effie, Effie Katz. She's an ama- doing amazing things within the women's wear, clothing wear industry. And uh, continue to like, subscribe, comment, and help us grow. And today's a massive, massive guest in, in our eyes. She's probably the biggest thing in motorsport in Australia from a female perspective at the moment. Even better, she's only 15 year, years old. I know Ava personally and her family, and it's an absolute pleasure to have Ava Anagnostiades. Is that correct? Yeah, they get it. Yeah, yeah somewhat. <laughs> right. uh, on, on the pod, she's, uh, well, welcome, more importantly. Thank you. That's awesome. Now, Italian, Greek descent. And Albanian. And are you Albanian as well? Yeah, dad's side's half Greek, half Italian. Mom's half Italian, dad's half Greek. That's and Albanian. A, yeah, okay. So you got European well, well and truly covered. All in the blood. I love it. I love it. I love it. I like the packed look, you know, from a from obviously a uh, a personal point of view, you got the Greek surname, so that's what counts. Yeah. And it's going to have to go all over racing all over the world. So that's what we like. But a massive welcome to the humble climb. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming on. Thanks for having oh, me. We were chatting over the summer break, um, obviously down at uh, down in Tukaruk about getting you on the humble climb once you uh, once you obviously had a few things sorted out. You've just got back from London. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, in Oxford. In Oxford, in London. And you were sharing a stage with a few F1 current stars being Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon. Yeah. And the main reason being that obviously you've uh, been signed part of Alpine's uh, Race Her Academy, which is, let's be honest, it's fucking massive. (laughs) Just a little bit. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. So I I, want to dig deep right into that because obviously the the future is so bright for you within the F1 industry. Um, we were talking off here about your current schooling situation and how different that is for most other 15-year-olds. Are you 15? Yeah, I'm 15. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so most other 15-year-olds in comparison that um, that that are going through school, your situation is so different at the moment, which is amazing. Um, your little brother James is also a, a little carding legend who's rising up the ranks as well. I want to take it right back and uh, sort of understand where this love for – go-karting and karting and cars and motorsport and all this type of thing really started for you? Well, I always loved winning. I was dancing at first. So <laughs> I was like one of those little ballerinas on stage it. at like two years old. Not Greek dancing? No. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I tried that. <laughs> yeah, it's not good, <laughs> especially at weddings. I love it. Um, so I started dancing. I was swimming as well. And mum kind of, we kind of knew she had some sort of racing history, but it kind of was just on the side, kind of a scrap piece. Yeah. So... I think I was six and mum first started getting back into it. Dad got her old go-kart and stuff and they brought it down to the track. And I was there, I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm a dancer. Yeah, I love it. And so mum was full dance mum back then. And then I think one day I just was like, I want to go. Mum and dad like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, I want to give it a go. So I went out the first time. Obviously, got a bit scared at first, but yeah, loved it. Yeah. And then obviously chose dance racing yeah. over dancing and swimming and everything else but like winning and the competition's always been a rush so yeah so that's what that's what you enjoy most it's yeah. it's funny so i watched you race i don't even think it was a race the club day down at oakley oh, yeah, maybe yeah. it was like last year yes yeah and i was watching you go around these corners and i was genuinely 
Like this is no word of a lie. Like I couldn't do it for me. Like it's a rush. It's a thrill, but you go, you're going so quick. Lots of your competitors are as well, but you're flying around these corners. There's a tight turn and you're accelerating. I'm like, bro, what's she doing? Not braking. Like it's crazy. Foot down and drive. It's crazy (laughs) what you're doing. Like it's just ridiculous. Um, so obvious. And, and, and I, I love like hearing your weekends at the moment, which is just so I'm here, I'm there, I'm this part of Australia. It's crazy. And you just showed me your schedule off calendar. So you get into racing, obviously, through mum and dad's what, the mechanic? Dad's mechanic and mum's dad used to race and then owned a cart shop when mum raced. So ah. it's kind of family affair type thing. Amazing. So so your mum's dad, your mum's dad, he comes with you pretty much everywhere as well? All the time. Really? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Non knows there every single time. <laughs> no way. So it's literally every single weekend you're on the road somewhere though, pretty much, yeah? Pretty much. I yeah. get told to pack my bag and off we go. And off you go, literally. Yeah, amazing. So you start racing. When when did you sort of start to realise that, um, I guess, or that you were getting some some notoriety for what you're doing? Um, I mean, there was always that kind of women in sport thing and, yeah. you know, there's always a competition you want to be the best female. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know, I kind of, 11 and 12, I kind of put my foot down and I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So ever since then, it's just been like, go, go, go. And is there many women at the moment in the karting industry here in Melbourne or go karting? Is there many females doing it? At the national events, there's probably 20 of us out of 300 entries. Wow. So, and that's all over classes, categories. I think there's a couple in cadets, it's about five or six of us in seniors, and then the rest are all juniors and yeah, cadets. Amazing. So what are you, what's your class considered at the moment? I'm in K3 Senior Light. Okay. Um, so that, and is there an age limit on that? So it's from 15 uh, open. Right. So hy- hypothetically 40 years old. Yeah, you be- could come race with me. Really? Yeah. No, but i got to be a female or no? No, no, no. You're, you're doing. So There's you're, probably two females in my class. Right. So, but you're doing open category as in male, female, doesn't matter. That's it. But yeah. there used to be all female races or no? No. Never, never been like that. Yeah. Okay. Just because that would struggle for spots yeah, to fill. There's not many spots to fill and I'd rather race yeah, against yeah, the boys, to be honest. Yeah, because you get to test, well, not only that way, but I guess you're testing, you know, I guess versus three versus race against three people or race against 20 people. You want to yeah. know where you stand, I guess. Yeah. And you were always sort of starting to hit that top echelon of nationals and states and titles and all this type of stuff. Run us through that. Have you have you won one of those state titles? Or the I blue paint, as Pete G just would say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't won a state title yet. Yeah. Um, it's on the cards. It's on the cards. Yeah. Come a second a lot of quite a few times. Yeah. Um nationals this year I think we're gonna hit it really strong and hard. I had to miss first round, obviously due to an injury. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. apart from that, I think we're one of the favourites to be top three all year. So. That's one of the touchwood, one of the scariest but funniest stories that I've had, that I've heard, <laughs> is that you race these cars and ga- carts, sorry. Yeah. You're racing these carts at like 100, oh, they go 100 Ks an hour, 120? Far, yeah, about yeah, there. Yeah, an hour. And, and of all things that you've had an accident with was a scooter. <laughs> like it's pretty funny. I've had a lot of people say that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I had to explain it to them. Like it wasn't just a scooter. This thing's like an on-road motorbike. Literally, how fast were you even going? I don't know. Yeah, that's just <laughs> it's so just funny. completely knocked out. Was it know. was it tears? Yeah, you don't cry. Yeah, no, I don't cry. I never cry. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine you crying, James. No. I could imagine crying. Yeah, yeah James would cry, yeah. little brother for sure. So, how did um? And this is the thing. So obviously now you're in such a different path because you're you're in the the later ends of what school is traditionally, but your schedule is vastly different. Yeah. Um, you're continuing. Last year, I think you were in France and Las Vegas. 
Is at the right? end of the year, we raced the motorsport games in France. Yeah. And, and that was representing Australia, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Amazing. And then Vegas, I think we had oddly like 80 Australians go over and it was just like a trampede of Australians in Vegas. Uh, no but way. Yeah, there was a lot of us and I think we did pretty well with what we had and everything there as well. So Does it, does it make it handy um, that both you and your brother are both so into this? Um, Money-wise, probably not good for mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> But, I love that response. I mean, to get us at the same place at a, on the weekend, I think it's probably easier than one at dancing one at basketball. So, because James's stuff, I guess, or his more serious part of his karting career, I guess, and I know he's still young, but yeah. his karting journey is really starting to ramp up now, sort of, isn't it as well? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he's still young, but yeah. he's very good. He's got a future. He's yeah. got a very good future. I. I Personally, I think, I don't know if I'm just saying that because yeah. he's his sister, yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's slowly now he's starting yeah. to get more serious. Because now you're starting in that point and you're 15. Yeah. And so you've got a manager, you've got sponsors now. Like slowly. how are you dealing with all of this? Is it a big transition? Not, I mean, because my manager's Tom Williamson, I've been with him since I was six years old. So yeah. that we have that close connection where you can just SMS, I need this, he needs that. So we back and forth, get that through. Sponsorship, mum and Tom, mum, dad and Tom handle that side of things. Yeah. I mean, I get the SMSs and I'll put them on to Tom because that's the most pro it's a professional side of when things. When you say SMSs, is in like what people like? Stams on Instagram and stuff. What, just saying, hey, look, we'd love to jump on board. Yeah, okay, yeah. incredible. It's at the start for last year, the year before, it was a bit people we know would sponsor. But yeah. now after this whole release of this Alpine thing, there's just been – Coming through, coming through. Really? Yeah, a lot more than we had. Do you think that's got to do anything? Do you think it? Well, I guess is it is it because you're so young and a female, or is it more? I think because realistically, um, you know, you 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 guys know a lot of people as well. Yeah. I mean, what what do you sort of see it? Probably both, but I yeah. think the factor it's a lot easier for me to get some. Not easier, but. There's more, a lot more opportunities for me to make something out of myself in motorsport than it is for a male. There's 800 males, there's 100 females, so, and I'm pretty good female. Yeah, I know, 100%. <laughs> I love that. I, love, I actually, I freaking love that because you have to have some sort of level of confidence at yeah. your age to do what you're doing. Like, you're not a timid person. No. Um, except when we went to the St. Andrews Brewery, like, you were, like, so, like, quiet at start <laughs> <laughs> with your parents and Pete and Marissa. So, yeah. um, it's not like you definitely weren't drinking. You were, like, <laughs> you were having a watermelon and something salad. Remember yeah, that? got to eat clean. Yeah, you were eating clean and, and I was just <laughs> smacking down a burger and chips. <laughs> yeah. Story of my life. Um, but, no, that's what I that's what I. I love about it. I think obviously, you know, sports changing, the world's changing so much now culturally yeah. in being correct with everything that we do. I love what Alpine has obviously done now with um, the Race Her Academy and, and obviously you're on board with, um, which waking up, I remember waking up that morning and looking at my Instagram. <laughs> um, I don't know if everyone else, if I'm like anyone else that first thing I do is checking my Instagram first thing in the Same. morning. Yeah. And I saw you on stage next to Zinedine Zidane. I didn't even know who he was. Oh, are you joking? I didn't know who he was. Because they called up, they're on stage, and the guy's like, oh, we've got one of the most famous soccer players here. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God, Ronaldo's here. <laughs> and then this guy's walking up. I'm like, I don't, I don't watch soccer, so yeah. I don't really know anyone but Ronaldo. So he's walked up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, right. 
And they're like, Sadine Zidane. And then I come home and my uncle's like, you were just with one of the world time best soccer massive, players in yeah. the world. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, the guy that headbutted the guy. I was like, literally, it's massive. Oh, yeah, I know It's him. massive. It's so big. Like when I saw Zizu, Ziz, oh, I think they call him, yeah. um, I just thought it was like, wow. Um, yeah. for me personally. Um, but I was so obviously happy for you. And then obviously you've got Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon. Who's, that was insane. That was awesome because, you know, they're, they're Alpine's obviously drivers in the F1 currently at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that's, a, that's just amazing the way that you've got that. Talk me through a little bit. Um, you don't have to go into specific details. If you're not comfortable or anything, but when did that sort of start to brew this whole Alpine thing? Um, I think we honestly didn't have any idea about it until we got the email. Right. But before I think going over representing Australia and going to race Vegas, there was a bit of talk going around with my name. Um, and are you aware of this or is your manager the one that's aware of it? We had no clue. No shit. Um, we woke up one morning in Dubbo. Tom, we're all in our pajamas. Tom's walked in the caravan and put an email on my face. Meanwhile, I'm like sick. I'm out cold dead. I'm really? like, I'm, not, I'm there putting my socks I on. I'm, I'm in Dubbo. Like <laughs> we're like, like in, of all we're, place, yeah, literally Dubbo, Wagga. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm putting my socks on, getting ready to go outside and start the morning training because we're on a race camp. And he's reading this email to mum and dad. I'm not listening like one bit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're talking about whatever. I'm grabbing my breakfast out of the fridge. And he's like, this is for you. I'm like, huh? And he's like, there's an Alpine thing for you. So I read the email and it, like I got excited about it, but I don't get excited about stuff till it's signed and it's that. finished. Yeah, I like, love that. I just keep it real it's till it's Pretty mature then. head on your shoulders, to be honest, to say that. <laughs> because I don't think, even if I got that type of email, knowing me, I'm the biggest fanboy, fangirl out. Like, <laughs> like, and I can't keep a secret like that. <laughs> so you did I'm really like, well to keep it so hushed the way you guys did. I think mum was like jumping up and down, just like, oh my God, oh my God. And Bad. me and dad kind of just looked at each other and were like, take it step by step. I love so, that. That's so good. Yeah. And so are we talking middle of last year then? Or like towards, uh, towards the end? Start of this year, two weeks before we first went over. So that, so that was this year when the Alpine thing started? Yeah. Before right. I saw you, a week before that. Wow. So it was back. early? Yeah, early, early. Amazing. And then and then was it more, I mean, what did you have to do for that whole process? Did you have to, I don't know, send through like a, have an, an interview via Zoom or anything? Or we They said in the email, they were like, we need you over here next the week and a half later. That's all it said. So we booked the flights, went there, met them at the Alpine factory, Alpine yeah, factory. Don't worry, I get confused all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and we met them at the Alpine factory and I walked in and I was like, And where's the factory? Holy crap, this is real. Um, In Oxford, in Enstone. Okay. Oh, so that's no, Enstone? Oxford, Enstone. Enstone, is that the one? Yeah, yeah, okay. Wow. And then, so that all that email said was, we need you over here and pretty much it that's it. It just gave us like a briefing of what Racer was all about and what they wanted to do and- come meet us with the other six, five girls. So. Did you know any of the other girls? Oh, I knew one from when we went over to Europe yeah. for France. We went in Italy and did a couple of days with Cut Republic. Okay. And she was there as well testing the car. So I met her, but they don't really speak much. She didn't yeah. speak much English. So She's Italian I mean, or something? Yeah, Italian. Yeah, right. Okay. So I knew who she was. We knew each other, but. Of course. Translations. So on that email, are you being told roughly – get over here in a week and a half pretty much. This is what we want you over here for, the Race Her Academy, and pretty much present you on stage. Was that sort of it? So the first time we went over there, I went ghost. I couldn't tell anyone that I was over there. Oh, really? Yeah, so we went over there the first time and so That's probably a little like, bit after Tukaruk, early, early Jan, is it? Yeah, a week after that. Yeah, May, yeah right. early Jan. And we it's went just there. like I'm gonna, you're going over and that's it. Yeah, yeah amazing. And so Snap Maps lo location was off. Oh, Everything really? Everything was off. 
And people were like, oh, where are you? I was like, oh, we're just going testing for the weekend down at, say, Dubbo yeah, or whatever. Dubbo, Wagga, Somewhere. Pakapanya, you name it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so why have all these karting places got, like, different names, man? Like, why can't they just be, like, Melbourne? They're in the middle of literally nowhere. <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, I think the only one that's near somewhere, we've got Newcastle in New South yeah, Wales. exactly. And then Todd Road in Melbourne. And then everyone else is Pucker, Emerald in Queensland. I'm yeah, like, it's all just all over the shop. But anyway, yeah. that's another story for another day. Anyway. And it always seems to be rural. I reckon. Yeah, uh, well, I feel there's like no I feel, other land for it. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm surprised they don't have one in Albury, but anyway. They do. Oh, there you go. It makes sense to have one in Albury. But it's called Wodonga. Oh, is it? Is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You've obviously raced there. Yeah. Is there a track just off topic in in Australia that you probably haven't raced at? Haven't been to WA. We're going there this year for the second round of the Nationals. Oh, that's yeah, and that's pretty much the only one. Otherwise, you've raced on pretty much every single And in Darwin. Yeah. That's about it. You, I'm sure you'll be there by the end of the year. Probably. <laughs> Let's be real. Your freaking flyers must be through the roof. Oh, it's getting there. Yeah, we drive all- everywhere now because we got the caravan. But yes. when we used to fly, it was gold. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so I'm actually planning on going to Greece um, in July. Yeah. So if you want to transfer those any of those points, let me know. <laughs> <Send them over. laughs> let me know. Let me know. We're happy to do a swap. Um, yeah. yeah. So you go over there. You're obviously you go over the first time. Are you just going over with mum or are you by yourself or? I went there with dad and mum. Stayed here with James. Okay. So I went there with dad and Tom because Tom came for the first introduction. Just meet everyone as well because he's my manager. And we walked in, did a whole like introduction type thing that told us what it's about, what's included. That was the first day. Then the second day they gave us two of the factory and we did kind of like a fitness test, strength test type okay. thing because they've developed this program for females where na- males are naturally bigger, stronger builds. And for a female to get that build, you've got to do a certain training right. to be able to get that strength for cars and stuff. So they've done all this research and hopefully. So they're really investing into this academy, eh? They're really, like, honestly, I hear about, like, I hear about these female programs and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen what's happened with some of them and it's just like, I don't want to be a part of that. And then I saw this and I kind of was a bit iffy at start. But then once they went through it, I was like. Okay, this is the real deal. It sounds like a real elite setup, the way that they've got it, not yeah. just a company that, well, this is It's just not sa- the female factor. Exactly. Someone that's just trying to say, this is a woman's gym. And yeah, look what we've done. Exactly. We've got women here. Whereas this is actually a proper setup. Yeah, like they're real females. dedicated that's about awesome. it. That's yeah. awesome. Are they pretty much one of the only ones at the moment that has gone to that ex- that extreme for female academy uh, in the team? Ferrari was? Driver Academy's got a female program where you compete and then you just go into the F1 Academy. Right. But they haven't actually got this female Set group. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 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 out of those say five or six girls that are part of this now academy, mm-hmm. is everyone's dream, you know, obviously there's only twenty spots on the grid or per year. Is everyone's dream pretty much from this is well if it works, it works. I want to be an F one driver. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone's dream is being F one driver. I mean, honestly, for me just being here, being a part of it this year is a massive thing in itself. Yeah. So if nothing comes out of it next year, it is what it is. But, you know, it's an honour right now I to be that. having the Alpine that's, that's just, shirt on. I, I, I love Oh, man, I want to go and buy merchandise. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I want to get like an, an Agnostiatis on the back, one of those we'll get ones. get embroidered for 100%. you. 100%. <laughs> like, I remember like Oscar Piastri. Yeah. Um, did you have a race against him? No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Just that bit older who's always yeah, in Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember Pete's got one of um, Oscar Piastri's T-shirts from like last year. And he was at Alpine, wasn't he? 
Yes, he was. He was like, open. Yeah, yeah. One of the little piastri t-shirts on. So I can't wait to get the freaking your top <laughs> and I'm just going to literally wear it everywhere. So you go to you go to L- L- London for a few days. You've yep. done the introduction. And then we came home. And then? And then they gave us the dates for the car launch. Yeah, okay. And they're like, we want you for the car launch, which is massive. Like, not everyone goes to a car launch. So I was really excited about that. We flew in. We're there for half a day. Did the car launch the next day and flew out the next morning. Are you serious? Yeah. You went over for two days? Oh, a day and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. All the so, way to London? Fuck. So, like, second day, it was. we had to fly out at 4 a.m. the next morning. I was just, there's no point in me sleeping. Like, we're going to get back in time zone. So. so, have you started to learn at this age? Have you started to learn about business class, economy class, and the main differences? Yeah, well, we're in economy <laughs> cattle every single time. Oh, really? so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, was, I walk past them in Qatar and I'm walking through the aisles and like, yeah, that seems like yeah, a nice I, chair to be literally, in. Yeah, I just like one day, like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, if I was you, I'd be like, one day. One day I'll have my private (laughs) One day I'm about to buy this whole fucking thing. I love it. I love it. I'm so happy. That's just just awesome. So run me through, um, because I know literally you're on the road, literally on the road, so many long hours that you spend in in your car, and then you get to a setup and everything. Run me through, um, I know it, but a lot of people that obviously aren't aware of your current schooling schedule, because it's so different to... I say in Australia, oh, a kid trying to play Aussie rules football here in Melbourne yeah. that is going to go in the draft that still goes to school full time. Yeah. So run me through obviously yours because you're, you're what, year 10 at the moment? Yeah, year 10. Yeah, amazing. So at the start of this year, we kind of sat down with the school and we're like, we're going to have to go online. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to go online until I found out about this because we'd be in Australia and it'd kind of be like last year. Yeah. But now that we're going to be overseas quite a bit, there's I'm going to miss two weeks of school and then come back and be like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So we sat down with the school and they were like, all right, we're going to sort something out. So they've done a half online, half in-school program. Yeah. So when I am in Melbourne for, say, five days, I can go in, sit in on the classes that I'm there. I've got, like, big study blocks. So I'm doing English, math and science. They're the main subjects that I have to submit to obviously pass. Yeah. And then I do – Health and history just because I like. Like an elective? Yeah, yeah. I like them. And I, I don't have to like submit assessments or anything. It's just purely because I want to learn it. Yeah, getcha. And then when I'm away, they send me the work online. Like I've done the rest of the terms work of science. I go in each class, I've to page the flick that I flick to the page that yeah. I've done and go through it, got it all right, haven't missed some stuff. She yep. goes over it with me and then I go to the next class. That's awesome. That's awesome. So are you at so you're pretty much what like part time at school realistically at the moment, just when you're here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And how much of your time at the moment is outside of Melbourne? Um or is it starting to ramp up a lot now? Probably this Sunday, then I'm probably gonna be here for in eight weeks, I'll probably be here in eight days. In Melbourne. Wow. In eight weeks, you'll be in Melbourne based eight days. Probably. some some It's something like that. But So next week, I'm in Perth, and the weekend after, I'm in Queensland. Then I'm back here. I think I have a week here, probably at the track that weekend. Yeah, literally. And then I'm in the car again the week after, then go-karts the week. It's just back and forth everywhere. Amazing. Amazing. That is just freaking incredible. So when you're going to Perth and Queensland and all this type of stuff, you're flying though, yeah? Perth, we're flying on, out. On, me and Dad are flying out on Sunday because I have a car pre-race kind of thing with Formula Ford over there, and then Queensland will drive. Wow! Because I'm not. I'm, I don't have to be at school, so Dad's like, "You're coming with yeah, me." We're no driving way. everywhere. So 
Yeah, right. But yeah. you obviously need to drive because you're taking the carts in the trailer. Are you yeah. taking caravan as well? Yeah. We hook the caravan on the back of the van and off we go. We've got wow. an Iveco van with like two shelves of the go-karts go on, two oh, boxes yeah, and everything, yeah. and then we just jump in the front and go. And then the caravan comes behind you and off you go. Yeah. Is the caravan a new addition? We had one last year. It was massive caravan. Yeah. yeah. And we had a like a ram. Okay. Uh, so they had put the carts. You know those caravans where you put the carts in the back? Yes, like yes, 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 yes. We had one of them and then it was just getting hard to unload and load. So we got a van and s- sized down on the caravan. So, yeah. Man, that is but fun. I love it because you camp at the track. You Literally. Yeah. Wake up, walk out the door and you're there. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry. And it's got shower and everything. Yeah. Oh, that is freaking awesome. I shower in the showers at the track because mum's like, save the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Talking through, so, what's, so what sort of, I mean, um, oh, it sounds pretty, um, uh, cliche, but what's sort of the plan for you realistically? Like, is it, um, I mean, is F1 the, is F1 the goal? Yeah. Yeah. The main goal. I mean, that's everyone, every kid's dream in racing is to get to F1, but you know, it's coming at the start. I was like, oh, we'll go down the V8 path because F1, we just don't have, we're not European. We don't have that funding or any path for that at the moment. Yeah. And this came up and just coming a bit more realistic, like we can actually do this. Yeah. Just put your head down and go. Literally. Literally. Because I remember when we were chatting last time, you were like, you were, I think you were training like 7 a.m. that next morning, but it was like an hour away from your house. Yeah. We go, I go down to Seaford. That's right. With Heath Meldrum. Heath Meldrum, yeah. Yeah. Trains Nick Perk out and stuff. So. Yeah. That's just awesome. That's just incredible. The fact that you're even doing it. Have you started to notice that a lot of more people are now starting to mention your name and you since this Alpine stuff has come out, like I know that there was there was the Channel Seven stuff that came out, yeah, which um, was like you don't look much of a bloody driver when you had to <laughs> when you had the, the sleeve, the sling, and then like a little bandage there. Yeah. But have you noticed now that you that people are are starting to not take you more seriously, but the sport more seriously? Um, I mean, go karting. Say with kids my age that say at school, for example. You know, you get in the mar- old-fashioned Mario, you're your Mario Kart driver. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, blah. I'm yeah, yeah. like, yeah, 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 whatever. I actually love Mario Kart. It's actually my favourite <laughs> yeah. game ever outside of FIFA. I had one of the kids come up to me at school. He's like, do you throw bananas at your, <laughs> yeah. out of your car? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. I just like that. That's awesome. But, yeah, um, I think adults and stuff, they're kind of like, whoa, it's not just go-karting. The school definitely has upped it and been like, oh, this is actually – a career and it's like a path that she's doing because I think at the start they were like, oh, she's going to race go-karts. Yeah, Like of you're missing school to go race go-karts. But now this has all come out and they're like, oh, it's this proper. is an athlete. Like this is a proper thing. Um, I, I had zero idea that go like genuinely till before I met Pete five or seven or so years ago, whenever it was, Yeah, I had zero, zero, zero information <laughs> or knowledge that go-kart was a genuine thing that people did. Yeah, you think you think go kart and you're like, oh, oh it's like side, side, side side track. track. Yeah, it parties. <laughs> I did not think you could do it professionally. Nah, oh, I think till I was like ten, I thought I was just like putting around a little go yeah, track. Yeah, of course. And then you kind of run through your head, like you're rebuilding engines, you're building go karts, like it, it's. A mini car. It's 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 crazy. Like I've seen, I said, I've seen you guys at the track. Yeah. I've seen the Alveco. I've seen everything. <laughs> like how much your dad gets involved, and he's yeah. just an absolute star. Um, well, both your parents, to be honest with you, are just amazing. Both Adam and Barb, absolute shout out because they <laughs> are like just first of all, they're amazing people, but second of all, like they just, work so hard. They work so hard to like obviously provide for their kids, and I just think what they do, their commitment level is just you don't see it a lot. 
you don't see it a lot. No, so and we spend a lot of time together. together. So. so you're literally best friends. It's just amazing people. So we're super, super blessed to obviously know them and we know them through obviously Pete Gigas. So yeah. if we don't give Pete a mention, it'll be shitty with me. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, but we, you probably don't know, actually, we've actually got the same sponsor. Who? Gigi Hair and Kids. <laughs> so, Gigi, yeah. so Marissa does your hair. And I love Marissa. She's the best. And, uh, and Marissa used to do my hair before the barber came in and now he's, uh, he does my hair, yeah. but, um, we've got the same sponsor. Did you know that? Oh, that's yeah, cool. Gigi Hair and Kids, which is yeah. quite cool. So, uh, make sure you guys head down to Berkeley street. And, uh, if you're ever looking to get your kids cut, any female cut, guy cut, Gigi Hair and Kids is the way to go. But yeah, we've got the same sponsor, which is amazing. So, but I wanted to, um, so you, you want to get into obviously the F1 side, which is obviously a dream that you're chasing. And I think with your work ethic and your determination, I don't think you're going to leave a stone unturned in my opinion. No. Like there's just no freaking chance that you will. And hopefully as well that even better that your James's future is so bright as well, your little brother. So that's just incredible. I mean, to be 15 and be at the moment with your level of schooling, like as in, you know, part-time and on and off and you're constantly traveling. But now we're in, what well, we're in March now, by the time yeah. this gets released, it'll be early April. How many times have you got Europe or overseas planned for the rest of the year? I think there's five times at the end of the year. I got to go over in July. So back just back to and Alpine. forth. Yeah, back. Oh, I think at the end of the year we're going to stay over there for yeah. a chunk. Yeah, probably I'll like no catch point. up or something. I'll be have. I would have had your points anyway. So that's fine. Stop us, Grace, on the way. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Hopefully, convince mum and dad. That is awesome. That is awesome. Um, but yeah, I think London definitely will be back and forth this year. Um, when we go to race in Europe, I think, or. Honestly, I think we awesome. stay over there. And and you're doing Perth a bit as well, back and forth this year. I'm racing the Formula Ford Series, yeah. State Series in Perth. Wow. So, so you're going to start doing what, F, is it the F4? Formula Ford this year, which yep. is the H-pattern clutch and all that type yep. of jazz, open wheel car. Yep. And then next year, hopefully hopping in F4. F4. So yep. then talking through, like, I guess for the viewers understanding, because I'm still learning this as well. You jump into hopefully Formula Four next year. Yeah. The progression is Formula F four, F three, F two, F one. Yeah. And F two is what Piat Oscar Piastri was really good at, wasn't he? Yeah. And F three, everything. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he won. I just remember the F two. He won a few times. Yeah. He won. He's won yeah. and pretty now much everything. <laughs> and now he's obviously signed for McLaren and driving in F one, um, which is awesome. So yeah, it's amazing. It's freaking crazy the way this whole thing is just going realistically. <laughs> like, and it's, and it's, Australians are getting so much more. Uh, notoriety for their sports. Yeah, I think we're getting a lot more credit because we're so far away yeah. from Europe. I think they kind of forget about us sometimes. But then you just see, oh, there's an Australian, there's Literally. an Australian. Like I think there's oddly six more kids that are going over to race F4 this year from wow. Australia, even in the US and stuff. So, Have you ever sat in an F1 car? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, I'd try, I would not feel it. There's no way I would feel Just squeeze in. Man, I would do like so much fucking squeezing. <laughs> <laughs> like these ones. <laughs> like literally. But did you get to sit in the Alpine one? Uh, no, I didn't get to sit in the yeah. new one. Oh, they weren't allowed? No. And yeah, and and this whole thing with, so your your communication now with Alpine, um, is it, um, are they checking on on you and all this type of stuff? Emails back and forth with the ADD management, Fraser. Oh, yeah. He's back and forth and Julian as well. And Alice Powell and Abby Pulling, like they're all, they've been really great with just communication and stuff. Abby Pulling, I remember I heard that name. From She's somewhere. a Alpine F1 Academy driver. That's right. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember reading up on her for somewhere. I can't remember what it was, but um, it's, it's just incredible. Your journey is so humble because you're the most down-to-earth, I want to say kid because you still are <laughs> technically, but you're just such a beautiful soul, both you and your brother, and I'm so freaking happy for you. I'm just so proud of you. Obviously, they know you guys and have you in my life as well as friends. Thank you. So you deserve everything that goes your way. We always finish with this thing called the the Humble Three, yep. um, and it's always proudly sponsored by – our major sponsors, of course, Gigi Hair and Kids. <laughs> yeah. um, so the humble three is just three sets of questions that we ask absolutely everybody. First one sort of being realistically, if you weren't doing your chosen profession, and I can almost say that your profession at the moment is karting and, and F1s and, yeah. and motorsport, what would you be uh, looking to pro- probably focus on? Um, I think I'd probably be a swimmer. Yeah, okay. Well, that was probably going to be my second choice for yeah. it. I just it's competition. I love I it. I can't work like. I danced. It was in a group. I love that. And I kind of got over it a bit because yeah, yeah, other yeah. people would make mistakes and I'd get frustrated. So now you just, yeah, you sort of Sings. rely on yourself. Yeah. yeah, I get that. That makes sense. That's awesome. So always athletic. Yeah. Yeah, always I love athletic. that. I love that. Where do you get the athlete, athleticism from, by the way? Like there's in the love for athleticism, mum or dad? Uh, probably mum. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think dad did a lot of like athletic stuff when he was younger, but I, love I think it. when I was growing up, probably mum. I love that. That's absolutely awesome. And the second question being, uh, who, I guess, was there, is there an inspiration out there that's potentially outside of your family? If there's not, no stress, it can be inside the family. Um, but is there anyone that's sort of inspiring you to continue to do this the way that it is, that a way that it's unfolding for you? Um, inside the family, mum, obviously. Yeah. Outside, I've watched that Serena Williams and Venus Williams documentary. Yeah, yeah. I've watched it like five times. Probably Serena Williams. Yeah, wow. Just the work ethic and how hard she worked I love that. to get where she was. I might add Serena Williams there and see if she wants to jump on the humble climb. Well, she is a humble climb. She, she is started a, in yeah, I know. I the ghetto we, and now I reckon, she's I reckon one day we're going to come back and watch this episode of the of the humble climb. Probably it could be 10 years. I don't care. And we're going to be like, Ava's going to be sitting there at uh, at the Grand Prix track here in Albert Park lifting one of these ones. <laughs> and I'm just going to bring out the Albert, the humble climb. And then that's when the subscribers will come. So <laughs> no, no, they'll that's, come now. They'll come now. Subscribe. Yeah, no, yeah. Make sure we share, make sure we share, like, comment. That's how we grow. <laughs> Last one, more importantly as well. Um, and that's just something that's probably my favorite question out of all is if you could own a billboard, we're talking it's on a main road. Yeah. Um, you're probably driving past it. Yep. So if you could own a billboard, <laughs> what would it say and why? I reckon I'd have me in a car. Yeah. I don't know what car, suited up and everything with Shake and Bake on the side Shake of it. Shake and Bake, you reckon? <laughs> yeah. His favorite That's movie. Awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Oh, Aves, you're an absolute star. Like, I don't know. It's just, we're so proud of the fact that one, we know you, but two, even if we didn't, um, you're just putting, fem- you really are helping females athletes in sport and you're putting people on the map and you're doing it for yourself. You've got such a young head on your shoulders and you're so much wiser behind <laughs> uh, above your years literally you're probably more mature than me so um it's like talking to an absolute little friend so i'm so proud of you, you deserve everything that comes your way and i'm not just saying because you're on the podcast but we're wrapped to we're so happy and we're so proud of you and keep going and chasing that dream more importantly just do not forget us when it comes time and you get famous never. and remember on the humble climb because maybe we'll bring you back on when you've uh, yeah, like won a couple of world titles definitely you're thank the best you. Abes. thank you so much guys massive massive thank you for tuning in once again continue to like comment subscribe and that's how we grow and bring you next week's episode thank you